What is up, everyone? This is episode 255. That would be a two, followed by a five, followed by a five. Uh, and on this episode, an episode that almost fell apart, a lot like last week's episodes almost fell apart, this episode was saved by the fact that Jay and myself could do it, so we just drink a couple of beers, talk about his trip to Mexico, and a couple other things in pop culture. A little bit of wrestling, not a lot. We break down why we don't go too hard into wrestling all the time because we wouldn't have a podcast or we'd have to at least market it drastically different to other people um and then we would not be the pop culture bombcast we'd be the wrestling bombcast which you know i guess could work but we're not going to do it anyway get rid of the wrestling talk right in the middle listen to the rest of it hopefully you enjoy it i enjoyed just uh catching up with jay since he's been out of town for a little bit and that will all happen after the bomb goes off which you should know is now. I don't know that this is necessarily a three-hour movie, and I know my girls, because they made them really taking a deep dive into the MCU lately. She's watching them in order. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that the Batman, because Bat, it's not a typical superhero. Right. Though, especially, you know, if you've got... Uh, <clears throat> Oh, Robert Pattinson saying he's playing him like Kurt Cobain. and Yeah. So, who you know, but I want to see it. I'm getting more excited the closer it gets. So my kids love the Dark Knight trilogies. So I, I think they're on board to go see it. Here's what's weird is that the early ticket sales and the prediction is they're saying that this might top um, Spider-Man for the biggest movie of the year. That would be impossible. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man's the biggest movie of all time. Yeah. Like now. Very, well... I wonder if they're only taken into account this year's. Just box this for it. Yeah. Which when did No Way Home debut? Uh, middle of December. Oh, so it would be. Yeah, yeah. so you're right. You're right. It would be this year. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. So it would, because that's technically a 2021 movie. Yeah. So, um, but hey, we're back. Uh, it is, this is an episode that <laughs> almost fell apart. Um, I want to track back a little bit. Yesterday, I, me and Missy, we were going to go to the. Uh, beer sauce shop just for a couple of beers through mm-hmm. the middle of the day and i got a text from jason uh bender's cousin yeah and he said hey uh john and i are meeting at dogwood uh all of their wives are planning some bachelor or some uh baby shower yeah so we're gonna meet at dogwood so missy i was like you want to go dogwood instead so we went to dogwood instead and we ended up getting way more drunk than we dissipated oh yeah and Bender was all excited to do the podcast. So today, I just took for granted, and I sent that text. Hey, you want to do the normal Bender start time, which is 830? Yeah. And that's when the wheels fell off. But I, I wanted to, first one, let everybody know that, so because of the wheels falling off, the only ones you have here today are me and Jay. So say hi, Jay. Hi. And then the other thing I wanted to say, and I made, an ex- I made the joke that in Excuses Bingo, my first grader has too much homework has never been used. Yeah. So I can't wait to actually hear about this homework that his first grader has. Because my kids have not had any homework. Yeah. Uh, the, the middle school one's a little bit. But in elementary school, it's always been, oh, we we want family time, so we're not going to send homework home. Oh, you know, I, I, I keep waiting for him. I mean, I'm, what I'm expecting is like she has like they had to build like a diorama or something like that. But for my to say my first grader swamped yeah. with homework tonight, I'm like, well, that is the biggest bunch of BS I've ever heard. I got to dust off my addition. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then Tom, Tom, I get it. Tom said he's got he's going out tomorrow to watch slew basketball. So getting away two days in the wo- row. Uh, especially with uh, 
the person that he lives with are yeah. is going to be a tough one. I hope she still doesn't listen to this. But if she does, Tom said way worse things. Yeah. So, uh, but that's it. So Go to episode. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's where if we were doing the uh, video of it, we'd put a little thing and yeah. it'd show all the episodes or true believers. This is where. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, that leaves just you and I. And I felt like we had a shit ton of stuff to cover. Yeah. Uh, but then I did just took me a couple of notes of things I want to talk about. I have like three things, but I do want to start with um, you know Jay down down south, Jay in Mexico. How yeah. was how was Mexico? There was a lot of drinking, a lot of eating, and then a lot of stomach issues. So well, let's get to those stomach issues because a lot of that can lead to the stomach issues, and I get it. So you were you on an all inclusive resort? Yes, we were. So it was a food good. Yes, it, it was really good. Uh, we ate at a different place every night. Um, there were a few times at lunch where we'd go back to some place we already hit. So that so when I go to all inclusive resorts, you know, yeah, there's always like an Italian, there's yeah. like an Asian, there's like a steak place. Yep. There's like a you know true Mexican place or something like that. Yeah. And then the lunch is always where and, and trust me, they all claim five star restaurants. They're not, no. but they're good food. Yeah. Like uh, when we went the last time we went to an all inclusive, the Asian place was the best one. Yeah. But. The lunch is always hit or miss. And I've been to about three or four all-inclusive things. And the lunch is like, I've been to a place I had like the best hamburgers and stuff yeah. I could get. And then like the one we went to, lunch was a crapshoot. Yeah. It was like the, you know how like in, when you get a hamburger, like for whatever reason, it feels like that, uh, like in school cafeteria, they just keep the hamburgers after they cook them in like a, a warm water. Yeah. Like that's what, I, I can't stand that. So what yeah. was the lunch like for you? So... A couple of them we just stayed at the pool and ordered from the bar. So it was stuff like uh, spring rolls and pot stickers. Well, that's not bad, no. though. No, and they were really good. Um, they did have burgers and stuff. Aaron had a burger. I had a few bites of it. It was okay. Um, but, like, we went up to the Italian place and had pizza for lunch one day. Uh, oh, God, I don't even remember at this point. I tell you, the when we were so... We were so tired of the lunch on our resort. We walked from our resort to the Hard Rock Cafe resort, yeah. resort Hard Rock Resort. Um, and when you when you're in like Mexico and in, in Resort Central, and they you will go off. It's it's always kind of scary because you got to go through like a checkpoint and you're like, yeah. well, are you sure you're gonna do this? I'm like, well, am I gonna get mugged as soon as I step out here? Which is possible. Yeah, because uh, our resort had its own gate. And then there was a bigger gate around a series of the resorts. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's just it's scary. It's yeah. a scary feeling. You're you you're you're in paradise when you're on the beach and drinking. Yeah. But you step out out the front door and then you're like, well, maybe I'm in the hood. You know? So our friends went ahead of time, and we were in the shuttle on the way there. And Aaron pulled up GPS, and we're like telling him how far out. I'm like, Aaron knows she's got her GPS up because we don't want to be sold to the cartels. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and well. So when we walk off and went over to the Hard Rock Cafe, we ate a we thought Hard Rock American food. Yeah, and we got us a burger and some drinks, and it came to like for the four of us, yeah, like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and it was the worst lunch I've ever had in my life. It yeah. was like, where? How old is this bread? This meat? Where did you learn to cook? It was awful. Well, I never go into Hard Rock expecting the greatest food, though. Yeah, but you know, if it's comparable to Applebee's. At yeah. that point, I would have been okay, but this was like, it was like your cat, like it was yeah. cafeteria food, only jazzed up to look better. Yeah. Uh, but so, what I want to ask: What beer did you drink on the resort? What did they have? Um, they had Heineken, uh, Dos Equis, Dos Equis Amber, Tecate, 
Okay. I think that was it. Dosecchi's, I would have drank the shit out of Dosecchi's. Well, I drank the shit out of all of them. Oh. <laughs> so, um, Heineken was actually setting up an event for after we left. Oh, that's cool. So, the last day we were there, they had a lot of their Bohemia beer. Oh, that's not a bad one, too. Yeah. Missy so, likes that one. They had four different kinds, too. They had like a Wizen and, uh, God, I don't even remember them all now. But so, last day, I at least got to change it up and try a few new things. Now, did you drink any uh, foo foo drinks? I did not. I had shots oh, okay. and beer, and that was it. What kind, just tequila? Uh, yeah, a lot of tequila. God. This was adults only, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you got housed. Yeah. You, we well, were feeling good the whole time. Yeah, you just keep it steady so yeah. you don't feel drunk. Well, and Erin doesn't drink. Oh, and so yeah. like she gets down there, and she's like, I'm, I'm going to drink. Okay. So the first day, she had the sugary drinks, and she's just like, I feel so bloated, and I'm not Ooh. feeling anything. Yeah, it's all it. watered down. Yeah. So day two, she's like... I'm just doing shots and Long Island iced tea. I, I don't drink, so I'm just going to do shots and Long Island iced tea. So I'm just going to go. But I mean, it's like I don't steal cars, but I'm going to steal Ferrari yeah. the first time. <laughs> yeah. She didn't get out of control. That's cool. But uh, Sunday, the day of the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I didn't went, put two and two together. You were there for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, how was that? It was okay. We I mean, were, they, they, there were people, they were, they were wanting to watch the oh, Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. yeah. They had. Um, a sports bar, and then they had their, their big theater set up for it. Oh, we didn't even cool. go in the theater. We went straight to the sports bar, and we were up in the balcony. And I don't even remember watching very much oh, because man, we you were didn't just miss much. yeah. I, I you know everybody made a big uh, hubbubaloo about how this is one of the greatest drives of all time. This was one of the greatest Super Bowls. I can tell you what. Overall, I thought it was a pretty boring Super Bowl. Yeah, I thought the halftime show was good. I yeah, thought the, but I didn't think it was. The greatest, like everybody, I just thought it was good because it yeah. was what I expected out of that group of people. Yeah, I still think the Prince one's the best. Yeah, and uh, for a pre-recorded halftime show, it was pretty good. Yeah, and so yeah, it was definitely <laughs> lip synced all throughout. Uh, yeah, and then you know, it, like I said, it was it was fine. It was a fine Super Bowl. The commercials kind of sucked. Yeah, the commercials have sucked every year. It's almost like they forgot what got commercials popular for the yeah. Super Bowl, and people just make all the dumbest, most safe non-laughable commercials anymore but yeah. so but watching it in mexico though would so were that was the staff into it was like uh, i don't even remember i don't remember paying attention to the staff very much i know i tipped the lady very well because they just walked around with like trays of food and just were handing so them out that, that was an, that's a good question so were you encouraged to tip we yeah yeah huh. like well they didn't really encourage us but what we, we just, would always do when we were at either – I know cruises, this is bigger, but when we were at resorts and stuff, we would mm-hmm. always just – they would always say, we well, don't tip. Yeah. and But we would, in an envelope, keep people's names and write it and leave it at yeah. the end for that person and stuff like that. No, we would tip early on because then the waiters would just keep, stay with us at the pool. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Um, swim up bar? Uh, yeah. Two of them, actually. Yeah, then I would never need a waiter because i just stay at swim because I could pee and not move. Yeah. No, we – we were staying at our area a lot, and there was a hot tub. So we were in the hot tub, especially on the last day because it was low 70s and overcast, so oh, it felt really cold. Oh, hot tub felt real good, yeah. man. Uh, did you get in the ocean? No. It, it was super choppy. There's lots of seaweed coming up on the shore, so we just stayed at the pool. Yeah, all right. Because well. we actually looked at taking an excursion to an island, but they weren't running most of them because it was so choppy. What about, so let me, let me what, what do you think puts you over the top for the getting sick? Uh, I drank the water. Why? I wasn't even thinking about it. We were going to the pool, and I had my water bottle. Did you not hear me talk about yeah. drinking? <laughs> I know. Um, no, I, I, my water bottle I take everywhere. I'm just 
in a habit of, oh, we're leaving the hotel. I'm going to fill it up real quick. Not even thinking there's a refrigerator full of water bottles. I could have just grabbed a couple and filled it that way. Yeah. I filled it up and then... Montezuma's Revenge got you. Oh, I got sick a couple hours after the Super Bowl. And then I've not had a solid shit since. Oh, you're still suffering. Yeah. Now, how long have you been back home? Uh, we got back... Friday, uh, right? Or no, so? last Wednesday. Last Wednesday, okay. So so you're still suffering. Yes. That's parasites in there. Yep. And you're not a whiskey drinker. That's what no. will fix it. Yeah. And that's not even a joke. They say if you're in Mexico and you get that tequila or whiskey, that'll help. Yeah. Because you're going to kill anything that's inside yeah. there. We got home Wednesday afternoon, and the first thing I did was go to Walgreens to get a probiotic. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then you came, You made it to softball practice on Saturday. Yeah. So you did good. Yeah. Uh, Overall, though, uh, resort, where where were you? Um, we were in Cancun. It was um, Altier de Maharis or something. Hmm. I, I'm not going to work here anymore, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was along for the ride. It was good, though. It yeah, was it was good. good. All right. Well, and it, it's pretty awesome to get away in a February, you know, unplanned trip. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember. You didn't even have planned in, like, October, November. It was like... That's when it start fell together, well, like December. We got it on a Black Friday deal. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's a good deal. So. I also got to meet a brewer down there, and he's going to be sending me beer. Oh, awesome! Shout out to what? What? Like a home brewer or an actual? No, brewer? an actual brewer. Well, shout. Give us the name. Oh, while you're looking them up, um, were, are you? Uh, I'm sure you've been back long enough to, and you've checked your socials enough to. The sad news for Center Iceberg. Yeah. So you, they're still you were the first guy I knew that had ever went and got beer there. In fact, you helped brew a beer there. Yeah. And and got to brew your own beer. Um, and so how's that going to work? Have you... I read it, but have, do yeah. you, have you taught, you sent him a message or anything? No. Actually, the head brewer that I worked with isn't there anymore. He actually works for Omega Yeast now. Oh, okay. So, but what they're going to do is they're shutting down the taproom portion, but they're still going to brew and... And just so people that know, it wasn't... They didn't have the option. It was the, the the lease was gone and they weren't going to let them renew it. Yeah, um, which tells me they've got another brewery that's going to go in there because the value of that place is it's set up for a brewery. Perfect. Yeah, you know. So it was a uh, square peg brewing. Square peg. Where's that at? I, I uh, I'm sounds to, familiar. I'm looking at uh, uh, Colorado. Oh, yeah, sweet. Maybe yeah. I'll get to try some square peg in July when I'm in Colorado. So yeah, I've got. I mean, I was telling. Uh, Bender yesterday, it, we, we have a four-week span, Melissa and I, where we'll be in New York and Colorado. How much more beer can I drink oh, in my life than I those know. two weeks? Uh, well, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're back. And then this, uh, I, I look forward to that guy sending some beer because I imagine we should talk about it. It was Square Peg yeah. out, of, out of Colorado. Did you see where at in Colorado or did it just say? Uh, no, it's no big deal. We'll, we can link it. We yeah. talked about it. Look for let up. What was his name? Uh, his name is Mark. Well, so Mark... Uh, I'm. If you hear this, we're gonna tag your you in this thing. And uh, Jay, the guy you met in Mexico, who foolishly drank the water uh, and did a lot of shots and drank a lot of beers down there. Uh, he, you know, we, we we can't wait to taste it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, now that all that I had to listen to your life for a while, uh, bo- let, let me let, let's bore everyone else with just the straight pop culture stuff. Yeah. Bender actually accused me last week of not letting anybody talk about their personal life, and I knew yeah. you went to Mexico, so I was like, well, Jay's going to lead with Mexico. I also and, have Gloria Pro Wrestling to talk about. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. You met Danhausen, mm-hmm. and but he he's still injured, so he didn't get he didn't get yes, to perform. Uh, but Will Will asked him after like after the meet and greet, he was at a table, and Will went up and talked to him for a little bit, and he asked him if his leg was still cursed. 
Oh, that's right. It is cursed. And Danhausen laughed at it and said he has not been cleared for action yet. Yeah. So all we're going to see is him walking out, cursing people, and then going back to the back. Yeah. Yeah, which is okay. Yeah. Because um, he's going to, for all the... I See, I'm a big Orange Cassidy fan, and I know Tom's not super over on mm-hmm. Cassidy. Um, but for all the things that I feel like Tom feels why Cassidy's not a long-term solution for anything... Yeah. Danhausen's the extreme. Yes. Like the actual like Dan not that he can't work a match, he can work a match. Yeah. But he's not big. He's mm-hmm. his gimmick is super cartoony, which it's fine. I like yeah. it. I'm not shitting on him. And, and he doesn't break from it at yeah, all. Yeah, and, and his voice, yeah. I don't know how you don't break from that voice. Yeah. Uh but how was the whole event overall? It was it people? was awesome. Um I don't know what the total number was. There's probably 200. Oh, that's a good show for it a is. small show like yeah. that. And, and, I mean, they had some big-name guys there, like Davey Richards. Yeah. He's done a lot of Ring of Honor in New Japan. And then Jake Something, who's the number one contender in at Impact Wrestling for one of their lower titles. Oh, okay. One of their mid-card titles. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, I've never been in that building, but is it a good building? I mean, is it was it like folding chairs close? Yeah, it was folding chairs. You guys sat in the ringside? We were uh, third row. Okay. The ringside seats were sold out, but we were pretty there, much right there. I tell you, when you go to an independent show, I don't care if they're 50 bucks. Get the ringside seats. Yeah. If you can get them, obviously, yeah. we're sold out. Hayden is not a big wrestling fan, except she's liked people throughout her life here mm-hmm. and there. But indie wrestling, like when we went and saw that show with the Knights of Columbus up here, yeah. and they talked shit to her, and... Uh, the girl high fived her and threw her, gave her her headband. Yeah, it, it was the best experience in the world. Yeah, uh, and she didn't care that they weren't like megastars. Yeah. They felt like megastars to her. Now she was young, er, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's awesome. So yeah, I was able to point out like, oh, this guy used to wrestle in Impact. This guy was in Ring of Honor, and Will knows those places. He knows so, the promotions. Yeah. So so he's really, a big enough fan that he's not just a WWE guy. In fact, he's yeah. an AEW. Yeah, guy. he's. I don't think he's ever. Well, he's watched probably a few hours of WWE. Now, do you guys have Peacock? Yeah. Because um, I didn't realize until I was at the Royal Rumble, I, for, I didn't realize they were now streaming on Peacock, all yeah. the pay-per-views. But, yeah, you have to pay for them there. Um, you no, have to have the... You don't? You don't? Uh-uh. Because I, I just got their free... Oh, I, got, I have the pay app. Yeah, see, is, I haven't paid for and it. And it's only like six bucks, seven bucks a month or whatever yeah. it is. But Missy watched the Royal Rumble when she saw me on TV a whole bunch. Yeah. And then... Like you had sent that message on. Did did you know that it had already happened when you sent that message about? No, Cody? I didn't. Yeah, so I didn't either. Actually, I just so we we're we're not listen. Here's the thing, we there in the heyday of this podcast, which was probably about three four years ago, right before we changed the name, we were getting a lot of downloads per episode. We scratched a thousand a couple times. Right now, we'll, every once in a while, we'll have an episode flare up to three hundred. Yeah. Uh, when we do me, you, and Tom an entire all wrestling episode. We've had as low as 16 downloads, yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to spend a lot of time on wrestling, but we just want to talk about it real quick. So so yeah. Cody was released, yeah, and you had heard a rumor, and see, you had texted that, but and I had forgot to talk to you about it at the show, because I was sitting at home before our, uh, yeah. our, our not show, uh, practice, before our practice, and I was getting updates, and I was like, I did not realize Elimination Chamber was in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so I knew I, it was. I, I didn't think about the time difference. Yeah, and so I turned it on right away, and I'll be damned. So I watched all but the Chamber and the uh, title match. Yeah. So I saw all the way up to Becky Lynch, Lita, before I had to come to practice, yeah. run to practice. So um, so what happened was someone took an old picture of Cody and superimposed it in an airport bitches. in Europe. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Uh, all indications point that he is going back to WWE. He is. 
oddly enough, Brandy is not. Yeah, I don't. That's what they I said. I don't think anyone wants to touch her. I don't think they do either. And I think so. Again, I apologize, guys. We're not going to spend too much time. I think that she's a big reason why the AEW relationship soured. I don't think people like Brandy wherever she goes. And I know that he had had a falling out with the executive team a little mm-hmm. bit. And then there's rumors that he was getting too big because of the TV show. And he was kind of, he wanted to book. And Khan's now the hunt head booker. Yeah. Um, there's also talk that he wanted a lot more money than they were willing to give him, especially after they've brought in all these guys. And now. especially after the crowd's not warm to him. Yeah. Like he, he'd had to, they, they missed the opportunity for him to get, be yeah. the biggest heel. Um, but also, just, from some of the stuff they've had in the past, past and other promotions, excuse me, um, I gotta think. Like I said, I wonder how much there's Brandy's influence on it. Yeah, like she's the Yoko of the Rhodes family. Yeah, the other Rhodes members, except for Dustin, don't really like her. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Dustin does. Yeah, so I hope he stays. Yeah, I think I think he will. Yeah, uh, he's got a pretty important role as like a trainer. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So yeah. But so anyway, we're done with the wrestling talk. Except I do want to go back to the show you watched. Yeah. Overall, how was the quality of the matches and stuff? They were pretty good for a small indie show like that. Um, you can tell that some of these guys had experience and they worked really well with the younger guys that were learning. Um, it's good enough. We're gonna go back um, next month. I want to go. I'd like to go, and I think Hayden would like to go too. If we can get, if you go back and they got ringside t- tickets, mm. we'll go. Okay, because it'll be as long as we're not doing some soccer starts this weekend. Yeah, so it's we're going to be balls to the wall now in soccer. Uh, yeah, I think Kaylee's going to go with us because she's kind of gotten into. The, <laughs> oh, that's she fun. likes the promo stuff. Well, because she's more a dramatic person. Yeah, like an arty and yeah. stuff, which is cool. That's awesome. Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's super cool. Well, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, I, I'm in. I'm in. Like, cause I like I keep what I, I. It sucks that that promotion that was out of Kansas City and St. Louis that mm-hmm. was that they had failed because and just you know money's tight. Yeah, all the on those things. But there's one up in Troy too that was. Uh, that was one that was always uh, using cashing in on. Uh, Harley Race's name all the time. Yeah, so, his yeah. son is running it. Right. That's uh, it, it, yeah. His academy. That was their claim, though. Was like. Uh, an appearance by Harley Race. Yep. Yeah, it's like I saw him twice in college. Yeah, but but still, that's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with him. You know, uh, awesome. Well, yeah. let's get back. To, let's, let's let's just do like an entire throw to Missy segment then or right. episode. Uh, first thing I want to talk about. I'm not going to do go spoilerific on you. Okay. But today was President's Day, mm-hmm. and I had a lot to do early in the day. My annual review was up, so it wasn't a stress filled, but it was a big day for Jeremy. You know. Yeah. Um, so after all my stuff was said and done, around, I found myself around 1 o'clock, pretty much caught up for the day, and I was like, you know what? My girls are off. I'm off. We went to go see Uncharted. Did you? Um, Tom Holland's a bona fide star, because yeah. he now has not just the biggest movie of all time in Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. but this is a box office hit. Yeah. Um, in fact, it outperformed its expectations, because a lot of people were like, well, it's a video game movie, no matter what stars you put in it, and by the way, we've got a star that's also been in a... Another intellectual property movie that's kind of flopped in Transformers and Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Um, it, it, it has the opportunity to not be big. Uh, also, there's a fear of the being an Indiana Jones ripoff. Well, I'm going yeah. to tell you. Yes, it's an Indiana Jones ripoff. Mm-hmm. But it's an Indiana Jones for our kids. Yeah. And it's one they can relate to. And, yeah, when they casted Nathan, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, I'm like, well, they don't know the game whatsoever. Yeah. But this is the... This is the origin of Nathan Drake. By yeah. the time you meet him in the game, 
you know Nathan Drake. Yeah. Like they he's already a known person. He's already out. He's him. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that's right. He's Nathan yeah. Fillion. But in this, like so this is one slight spoiler, uh and it doesn't ruin it for you because it's not like a major plot device, but in three, two, one, the one post credit scene mm-hmm. sets up the first video game storyline. Okay. So we are or the sequel to the movie. Yeah. So uh, so as you get this is everything before. It's he manages to share the screen with a star, a, a superstar, Mark Wahlberg. I mean, yeah. Mark Wahlberg is as big a star as you can get. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's not Brad Pitt, but man, you know, he's he's a step above everyone else. Yeah. You know. Um. It's so when you're in a movie with Mark Wahlberg, and I told Missy, I said, I guess the the biggest compliment I can give this, other than how fun it is, mm-hmm. is how big a star Tom Holland is because he shares a screen with someone who's actually been doing it longer and is probably is worth more money because he's yeah. the, the big star. And he never gets outshined by Wahlberg, even when they're in scenes together. They're good together. Wahlberg doesn't try to take the spotlight from him. Yeah. And the the girls that are in the movie are good. Uh, Antonio Banderas is a believable villain. Yeah. Um, even with a plot twist. I mean, it's a good movie. We'll probably go see it Friday. It's worth watching. We, You're going to dig it. Yeah, we all want to see it. My father-in-law saw it, and he told us it was Indiana Jones meets National Treasure. Yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah, because National Treasures. I mean, yeah, it is kind of. I could see that, but like, I think more importantly, I think it's like I've said. I think it's Indiana Jones for your kids. Yeah, um, and that's the to me that sells it. For, Yo, you know, yeah, yeah, right? that's what kids need. I mean, that's the same thing with Eight Bit Christmas. Uh, yeah, like yeah. we talked about there. And the last Indiana Jones Crystal Skulls was awful. Yeah, this movie's a good movie. I give it four and a five. No, I, I think it's a. I, I I can't wait for him to do it again. And by all accounts, it's going to make its nut uh, and more. Yeah, it's coming back. I mean, he's going to retire from the Spider Man properties at some point yeah and he's got another one line probably sooner than we're hoping he's gonna do one more i think yeah i think he's committed to one more um well he's got one more marvel movie yeah not I, necessarily spider-man i so i read some art uh some art, articles and interviews that said that after some time off mm-hmm. he's gonna do an, like that they think that they're gonna get one full spider-man movie out of him because if he makes an appearance yeah that's not a real job yeah. you know he was even saying at one point that he has some ideas for a trilogy. His own? Yeah. Uh, I know he's got an idea for Andrew Garfield's final trilogy. Yeah. Hayden wrote that one already mm-hmm. um, to bring Miles Morales into the MCU, which would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, speak before you know, as we wrap up this uh, Uncharted, which is... Uh, go see it, people. Take your kids to see it. It's great. Have you played the game? No, but I love them from what I've seen. Bender I've, played them. I've got it sitting at home, and I've, I, I touched... I've played maybe five minutes of it. I'm going to get like the the, the trilogy on one, the, yeah. the PS4, the collector's edition version or whatever, which is now like 20 bucks and play it on Hayden. I'm sure it's actually raised now because it's probably selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Um, but go watch the movie. But back to the speaking of Marvel, the MCU stuff, um, I saw an article that come out and I've seen it from different places. So I believe it mm. that we are going to see Wolverine in Multiverse of and it's not Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I'm hoping it's Scott Eastwood. I, yeah, I've heard his name, and I'm he's, still hearing. He's rallying for it. Yeah. But if it's here's the thing, if that if we're it's confirmed that they're in that, they already know who it is. It's yeah. not no one's oh, yeah. auditioning at this point. Yeah. Um, the other one is uh, is it Taron Edgerton? Oh, he's awesome too. Yeah. Uh, you mean the other Tom Holland? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're both short, athletic, and great. Taron Edgerton would be good, and he's better height. Of yes. Course. 
Scott Eastwood's not Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman height. Yeah. But Taron would be awesome. And yeah. he's got chops. He's an Oscar-nominated actor. We, we just watched uh, Kingsman movies, one and two again. Uh, Bender told me yesterday the Kingsman's on HBO yes. Max now. It, I haven't watched it. And yeah, Hulu. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I got. I I I liked. I liked Taron Egerton's movie. The, the two movies. I gave Madeline the Secret Service to read, and once she got through it, she's like, "I want to watch the movie." I'm like, "All right." So we I did even a double feature. The, is that the book? Yeah, it's a Mark Mark Miller. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I was thinking of a book. Book. I yeah, got, yeah. That's awesome. So, I, I, you know, I'm. I was already excited for the Multiverse of Madness. Um, the, the last trailer did it even more. Well, I know because we've got Professor X there with the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. And but here's my only problem with the Illuminati thing. Mm-hmm. It's everybody is picking, saying, well, this is Black Panther. This You can't tell in those pictures. No, you can't. You can only tell by Professor X's voice. Yeah, him and there's one casting rumor that's been out there for a while. Yeah, well, but but the picture, yeah. can't tell. Yeah. Um, uh, so what's, you, what's the first thing you got to bring? Um, finish Peacemaker. Awesome. God, that... Post credit or the cameo at the end, uh, which is like we talked about it, which was awesome. If you haven't seen it again, this is major spoilers. Um, and I, def- I, for- I, because it come out on Thursdays, yeah, I kept forgetting when it was coming out, so we didn't watch it till Friday. But thankfully, I didn't see any spoilers for it. Yeah, so I was kept taken completely off guard. And what was funny is they popped up, and of course we're talking about the very end when they're walking out and the Justice League shows up. Uh, Sans Batman and Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, and they pop up, and I go, holy shit. And Missy goes, well, it's not really them. And then when he <laughs> walks through, you got Momoa and Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it was awesome. Yeah. And they... <laughs> I, I don't, but, Fuck you, Barry. But a little bit, are they just t- messing with our hearts because it's the Snyderverse and it's not going to exist? I don't know, but the, the hardcore Snyder fans were upset about it. Because... Uh, I guess it's not the characterization of Jason Momoa oh, that's Aquaman they wanted. Stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. It, I've seen the Aquaman movie behind you. Yeah. It's I could see him doing that. I could too. This is the same guy that rode on the car and was like, Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah, he fuck you, Barry would be that yeah. would be right in the wheelhouse. Maybe it's because they feel it's more of the Josh version. Yeah, that's true too. And with Ezra, uh, you know Ezra Miller, right? That's yeah. his name. And with him, he had that dopey look, so he looked right in character. Yeah, uh, we did. We only saw silhouettes of Superman and, and Wonder Woman. They were not there to film their parts. Yeah. Um, they filmed that on the set of Guardians Three. They did, which was very cool. Was so they can make it happen. Yeah. Um, and Marvel helped do it. Yeah. They lent the cat. You know the the you know they essentially for all intents and purposes, fit the bill for them to be able to do that for them. And that's their second Marvel DC team-up recently because they're re-releasing Justice League... Uh, for George Perez. Yep. Yeah, for the and uh, raise money for... Uh, 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 cancer. Cancer research, yeah. yeah. seven. I ordered one. I pre-ordered one. Did you? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to get it. 7,000 copies, so it's you got to get it quick. Yeah. I, I ordered it from Bugs. Um, that just said, hey, when it comes out, I want one. I saw Apotheosis Comics was doing pre-order on it soon, as soon okay. as they announce it. But uh, um, So I assume I have one ordered. I told him yeah. I want it. Um, the, uh, the other thing was, the other thing about the, and we'll get into the actual show here in a second, but the other, because that was the biggest news about it. Yeah. It was almost so big that it overshadowed a pretty solid final episode. Oh, yeah. Um, the other thing, Affleck and... Our cyborg and Batman, Batfleck, were supposed to do, but they were cut at yeah. the last minute. I didn't read why. I, I don't know why either. 
probably just because you know filming constraints and things like that. With yeah. I mean, it probably made sense. Let's just get what we could do. Yeah, we have we have a Wonder Woman looking person. We have somebody more yeah. built like Henry Cavill. So, um, but the actual show itself. What'd you think overall of the whole series now that it's done? I loved it. It's I mean, a five out of five for me. It it hit the quirkiness of the character from Suicide Squad and like ramped it up and then gave him a great supporting cast. And we're going to get more. Yeah. Because uh James Gunn, it's now the Gunverse. Yeah. And I seen like uh Stephen Amell and some uh Arrowverse <laughs> people are kinda not Well um, someone asked if Stephen Amell saw the the little jab at Arrow. Yeah, Green Arrow. Yeah. And he said, "I haven't, or I've been too busy showing John Cena how to be a wrestler or something." Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But uh, but there is some diehards of that are like, "Well, what does this mean for our universe?" Well, that universe is still going to exist. But I'm telling you, they've got a chance to do it right. And Gunn cannot. He can. He can easily. Tell other stories and dial away from the crude, the crude humor, yeah. and still tell a great story. Yeah, and there's a if he's going to be in charge, kind of like with Fillion and uh, our Filoni and, and Favreau. Yeah, I'm okay. I, it's DC doing something right, so just stay out of his way and don't fuck it up. Oh yeah, um, and they've already said they're doing a season two, and they're doing a different spinoff show. Yeah, too. so I'm curious to see. Everybody say King Shark, but we don't want to see King Shark. I mean, he's a funny, yeah, tertiary character. But well, they did reveal that Nathan Fillion's uh, TDK survived, oh, which is awesome. So that could be a fun show to have, and it would be a spinoff that fits James Gunn. Yeah, and then the other one that survived was Weasel. Yeah, and it also, by the way, it could be. They, they they could even obviously in season two they could take it in the direction of what's going to happen with the Suicide Squad program yeah or that could be part of the spinoff it could yeah. be Waller and someone else be in the spinoff and or Judo Master's coming for him yeah Judo Master that was a funny <laughs> character uh, they could do a whole vigilante show too yeah yeah and like we said John Cena man he lived this role he did uh, and from what. Kaylin didn't watch. My oldest daughter didn't watch all of it, but mm. she would when we were watching like during dinner to watch the episode or something. She was like, "That vigilante guy's hilarious." I'm yeah, like, he, is, he's a, he was my favorite part of the show, and that's saying a lot because John Cena was awesome in oh, the yeah. show. Well, I mean, his dad was great too. Oh yeah, and he can stay on. Yeah, because of the the that. spoiler alert again. Lots of spoilers because of the Dexterizing yes, of his dad. So. Exactly. Uh, and by the way. Uh, human torpedo activate. I mean, yeah. that was just great. The first one was hilarious. Yeah, him using her the second time was equally good. Uh, what do you say? You could split your skull or something. Yeah, he, yeah. he did it twice to her. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I enjoyed. Like you said, five out of five for me. Oh yeah, me what, too. What else you got? Not grabbing a beer. All right. Um, I also finished uh, Book of Boba Fett before we went to Mexico. I had to watch the finale a second time because Will did not watch it, and he would not watch it until we got back. That ended perfectly. Um, yeah. It. So here's the thing with Book of Boba Fett, and I don't want everybody. I don't want people like, okay, here's Bohanna going to nitpick it. It was three different shows. It was. It was the Boba Fett story, which was slow and plotting, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was the Mandalorian. Yeah. And then it was a uh, Western shootout show at the yeah. very end. Um. The, the the things I will pick apart is the shootout scene and the the beatniks the the mult, uh, the the Technicolor beatniks yeah. I, I can't stand them yeah the cyberpunks I don't like them um, the shootout was hokey mm-hmm. um, and they have done a good job 
in it, well, I guess I should dial back. All all military fights in Star Wars are they're dumb. Yeah, all of them, even yeah. in great Star Wars, they're dumb. People hide behind the easiest stuff. Like I said, why don't people shoot underneath it? Um, yeah. Why are they only hitting the armored spots on black? Yeah. Or even Boba Fett and the Mandalorian when they're fighting, everything hit the armor. The armor, which is the indestructible part of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna go too far into that, but that was that all the fighting was silly. Um, I, Tom really loved uh, Amy Sedaris. Yeah. And for me. She was okay. Yeah. And I don't like it how much they used her in this this show. They leaned on her pretty heavy compared to the Mandalorian last season. And she's she a fix-all. Yeah. She, like, oh, Mandal- Mando's ship's broke. Well, I've got this ship. Yeah. Or, oh, we've, you know, we're getting pinned down. Oh, Amy Sedaris shows up with Grogu. And it yeah. Was, and she is a funny person. In real life, she's a, she's a charismatic. Yeah. She's a whirlwind of charisma. I mean, she's uh, candy. Yeah. Uh, but in this... I, she did not work for me like she did for him. In smaller doses, it would have been better for yeah. me. Um, I, again, I'm not going to poop on the final episode because there were some very cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that... Uh, what's this? Cad Bane? Yeah. He's not dead. Even though we think because of the canon that we know of that yeah. Boba killed him, that doesn't mean he's dead. Yeah. Because look, my favorite character, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Raylan Gibbons' character... Uh, Oh, uh, Timothy Oliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my favorite. He's not dead. Yeah. And he's going to come back even more badass. Yes. Um, so there was a lot of things that we know that... Uh, here's one thing that Star Wars has taught us. It, with the best, uh, the most uh, clear-cut um, example of this is Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. When there's something very cool the fans like, they will find a way to bring it oh, back. Oh, yeah. And Bane was awesome. He was. And... Uh, so we're gonna see more of them. So all of that kind of bitching about the little things like the fighting and stuff. And aside, it was a good episode of establishing. You know, I, I like the way they tied it all up. Yeah, and I like the way we got it. it I don't mind that it turned into Mando two point five. Yeah, instead of Boba Fett. Um, I think they're they're doing another one, right? Didn't they say they're going to do one more season of not Mandalorian, but uh, Book of Boba Fett? I don't know. I Maybe I'm, I'm for sure I might be wrong. Uh, but there's certainly now that he's established. Now there's a story to tell. Yeah. Um, although I will say this: was that town better off without him coming and taking over? You would think so, because I mean, Same that Rancor to tore up the place with him riding on well, the back, and there was no battles or anything until he told right. the spice people that. And by the way, the spice people were out running their spice in remote parts of the world. Yeah, so I, I know that you know we're. Uh, it, we're I, I think the point though was the Pikes were going to come in and kind of regardless. Take over things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I think if there is another nitpicking that, that they didn't illustrate that very well. Yeah. until you found out the Pikes killed the the uh, Tusken yeah. Raiders and and I think that was kind of the point of having the the mayor be in their pocket. Yeah. Uh, that said, what what was your big takeaways? Um. I just love seeing new Star Wars. And, yeah, for sure. And uh, not have to rely on a Jedi or yeah. a Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, it was nice seeing Luke and Ahsoka in there. Although that was awesome, and that gave us the new spinoff that's coming. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, he is blatantly CG'd, and, and I think less is more normally. Yeah. But it didn't bother me. No, it didn't. Um, I'm curious to see where they go with that story, because... 
that guy's clearly coming back. Yeah. Who had the a character, the actor that's playing him? Yeah, because they 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 essentially CG him over a guy that's got enough likeness. Yeah, and the good news with that is it gives us the ability to maybe see Luke rule ass. Because remember, with the exception of beating up Vader, yeah, we never saw Luke dominate on how powerful he is. Yeah, only in books, only yep. in comics. So on screen, Luke dominating like he did with those. Shock troopers or whatever they were called. Yeah, the death troopers. Death troopers. Or, no, they were. Uh, I don't remember whatever what they're called. They were called. Yeah, uh, dominating them in a eerily similar scene to yeah. Vader's from Rogue One, and you know I don't. I'm not even get into the movies. Yeah, uh, the what he did in that the the new the final three, but um, it'll be fun to see if we get to see Luke flex a little bit. Yeah, so, I, I would love to see that. Yeah. And by the way, is Grogu is he 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 Grogu's still going to have be a Jedi, right? I mean, he's going to be the first Mandalorian. He's going to be the next Mandalorian Jedi. I don't know. Like eventually, do you think that he'll hold the dark saber? I think that's possible because I don't think that I think just because he went with with Mando at the end of it again. Super spoiler. We apologize. I don't think that means his Jedi training's done. No, I just probably not. It, because also, uh, another slight nitpick. What, what what a big uh, how much of a hypocrite do you have to be, Mister Luke Skywalker, to say that he can't hold on to his relationship when you stopped your Jedi training to hop in your X wing and fly out of there? Yeah, um, yeah, but they probably say he learned from it. Yeah, um, and it kind of fits in with the whole narrative in the sequel trilogy where he kind of screws up a lot and yeah. and runs from it. Yeah, so. Yeah, it reminds me of how much they shit on Luke's character yeah. overall. Uh, what, what, what as, as, a, as a rating though for this season? And you know, it's keep you got to compare it to Mandalorian because essentially yeah. it did turn into the third season of Mandalorian. That's why we call it two point five. Yeah, but I'd, overall, what's your rating? I'd say probably four and a half. Four and a half. I was gonna give four. Yeah, I don't mind the four and a half. It's definitely not a five, but yeah, I, I'll I'll buy four. Um, the again, I feel like I'm picking on it a lot. Again, there's other like, uh, what's her name? What was uh the the sniper's name? Uh, uh Finnick Shad. Finnick Shad. Again, she's another that my my issue that Star Wars as a whole kind of leans on uh very heavy axe machina style plot devices, and and Filoni and Favro have been pretty good at not really doing that. Yeah. Except this season was filled with them, like Grogu showing up, the Rancor showing up, yeah. her just dropping in and smoking all those fuckers in the thing. Like you, she disappeared for the whole episode just to show up at the end to shoot everybody. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it. They also it's it's pick and choosy when they're badass and not. Yeah. But again, I'm I'm. It's details. It's still like you said. All of that aside, it's new Star Wars, and that's all that we need. And I get to sit with my son and watch. Oh yeah, I get to see him be me at that age. Yeah, yeah. And no, Except he gets new stuff instead of watching say, the same three movies over say, and over. It's not. That's not even accurate. You you get to sit there and be jealous of how he gets all this new Star Wars content. Oh, we got three movies, one bad thing. And I, correct me if I'm wrong. If you were probably like me as a kid, didn't even read. No, I couldn't find the comics on a regular basis. No, and and the books certainly didn't register for me at that time. And yeah, because the books started. I wouldn't Mid, in, early 90s? I was in college when I read The Hand of Thrawn. I, I was in high school. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. you're. It's not you seeing yourself as a kid. It's you seeing some little spoiled brat getting yeah. to live his dream. <laughs> Look, I got Lego Star Wars. Yeah, the like, best I thing had, in the world. I had to make them myself, so shut up. Yeah, we don't like you, kiddo. 
Our, we had essentially uh, not much better because our Star Wars toys didn't weren't articulate. They didn't no, fit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, one thing I watched through the ice storm that hit you guys. You flew back in time for an ice storm. Yeah. Uh, was I again? I've talked to him on the show a bunch. These goddamn Koreans, man, on Netflix. I don't know what deal with the devil they've made, but they put out good shows. I watched All uh, All of Us Are Dead. Yeah. I'm only going to give it a three and a half out of five because the last, the final act drags a little, the final three, two episodes. Um, it, it's almost like Lord of the Rings, like it, the, the logical conclusion should be here and then it goes on a little yeah. bit. It sets it up kind of for a sequel. Uh, which I don't, that's the other thing on all these Korean shows. I don't even know if they really get sequels because. So home or sweet home, I watched it where mm-hmm. the building gets trapped inside this monster vortex, yeah. it, which is awesome. And then Squid Game, obviously, is getting one because it yeah. was massively popular. Um, and uh, all of us are dead, which I just watched. And then the, the my favorite of all of them, and I know people love Squid Game and they're high on the nuts of Squid Game. My favorite was. Um, Alice in Borderland. Yeah. And I don't know if we're getting a sequel to that. And it was awesome. So yeah. they teased me with all these sequels. They're like the uh, the um, uh, Ash. What was it? Ash, the comic book from Joe Quesada back in the yes. day. Yes. Or Battle Chasers. They give me one great run and then don't give me a sequel. Yeah. So, I, you know, it, it's it's essentially what all of us are dead is is it's... What I like about it, it is a, zom- it's a zombie show that starts the ground zeroes of high school. Yeah. And it spreads out through the town. Um, but what I like, there's a lot of meta content commentary in it. For instance, they're like, are these zombies? And they're like, this isn't trained to Busan. Yeah. And I thought, I'm like, oh, they lean into it. And everything they know about zombies is from movies. Yeah. So they call them zombies. They talk about them and stuff. So they don't, you know, like a Walking Dead and everything where they just call them rotters or, or walkers. Yeah. or No, they call them zombies. And they know what they're up to, and they know what they're after, and then they're you know. But it, so the, what I like about it though is they take all these. They, it's a it's an hour and night or thirty minute movie. Yeah, but you get good characters because they give twelve episodes to flesh out each character. Yeah, and they do a great job. And, and here's the only thing: if you're going to start watching these Korean shows, like I'm all in on. Yeah, you do have to understand though they're going to throw a lot of uh, like uh, Asian philosophy in it. Yeah, and it. Loses a little in the translation. <laughs> it yeah. always comes across as hokey. I've, I've seen it out there, and I've almost pulled the trigger on it probably four or five times. So I'm, I'll probably end up starting it in the next couple of days. It's one that's hard to stop, especially on the first like th- four episodes because they are uh, pretty good. So once it gets going, it's a thrill ride for yeah. a while. Um, but I enjoyed the shit out of it, and that yeah. was that. And, and honestly, that took up. Uh, got me through writing a bunch of stuff for work, yeah. like a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, so I like I said, three and a half. I might even go three seven five. I think three okay. seven five out of five is what I'm gonna go. But I do recommend it. Uh, I do recommend it, and I recommend you. One thing Netflix has given us, and they need to give it to us because they they they're charging us twenty bucks a month starting this month yeah. or next month. Um, and they haven't gave us Stranger Things in two years. Yeah. So they've got to find inventive ways. And they're giving us the ability to try new things yeah. more than they ever have. So yeah. I dig it. What yeah. else you got? Um, I knocked down a lot of the uh, comic series Something is Killing the Children. Uh, I know. I've seen that. And so, I've got it on Hulu as one of my, or Hoopla as yeah. one of my favorited ones to read at some point. Yeah. But I don't I haven't read it yet. It's kind of Stranger Things meets like Hack Slash. Okay. So uh, who's a writer? Uh, James Tinian. Okay. 
I don't know his work, top of my head. He's done some Batman and detective stuff. Okay. Um, I had heard a lot of good things about it, so I went ahead and pulled the trigger, and I got sucked in in the first trade. Okay. So um, I think there's four trades out. I've read three of them. Um, I might actually go on Hoopla and download the individual issues so I can continue reading. But basically what it is is uh, a monster's in this small town. All these children are disappearing, and adults can't see the monsters. So um, a monster hunter comes to help them. Is this the girl with the two? Yeah. Okay, she looks awesome. She is. Um, by the way, the art looks pretty fun. Yeah, it, it really good art, really good story. I got sucked in. I handed it to Kaylee, and she blew through the first trade. Yeah, it's it's so again, and and people, I know it's it's fun for it's not it, it doesn't work. It's it's too inside baseball for us. Mm. People that listen to our show and hear us talk about your kids in particular. Um, it's, it, I forget all the time that she's an older enough to wear like adult or more adult stuff is, and, and just cause certainly she is a, a very, she's turned into a very beautiful younger lady, but she's just in my mind, Madeline's the older one yeah. still. And I know, I know that's not the case, but I forget not just that she's older, but she's at the age where you can show her these things and not. Have no problems what's yeah. going on with, them, which is awesome. Yeah, that's when they get. That's when kids finally start being fun again because they're fun when they're little. Yeah, and then they become assholes, and then they get fun again. But then I gotta warn you, your girls are gonna become assholes. Oh, it's already started. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's awesome. Yeah. So I've also given her uh, thirty days a night the first trade to read because mm. she she loves horror. So Bender loves that movie, and Bender calls it a criminally underrated horror movie, and. I don't know that it's that. I don't know. I'm not kind of putting words in his mouth. I don't know that it's. I tell you this, it is an underrated movie. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people when it came out. Certainly, that book was um, around the time of Walking Dead. Number one, that book got a lot of heat and like tripled. I think it was even before that. Yeah, but I mean that, yeah. that, that oh, yeah. time frame, and yeah. it, it just shot up in value super fast, and they the second printing shot up in value. Um, it stayed as close as the comic as you could, and uh, yeah. Thirty Days of Night is a lot like the the comic book Chrononauts. It was written to be a movie. Oh yeah, and you read those three issues of the first three issues. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is a movie, and yeah. it's a good one. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Ben Templesmith is uh, the art, and uh, who was the writer? Uh, uh, Steve Niles. Steve Niles. Yeah, Steve Niles and Ben Templesmith, and they went on to do a lot of stuff. Ben Templesmith did a lot of the. Wasn't he the artist? Yeah. Yeah, and he went on to do a lot of cool stuff like Fell with Warren Ellis and, yeah. and some really kooky stuff. I, I think he didn't he do the uh, 10 Grand with uh, Ten, Straczynski? That's what it was. 10 yeah. Grand's what I was thinking. I love 10 Grand. Yeah. 10 Grand's so good. Yeah. Uh, but but the, it, it's very stylized art for a vampire story. Oh, it's perfect. But it's, yeah, it's awesome. His vampires, and one thing I think the movie did good mm. is... It made those vampires with those mouths that they had yeah. in that. So, what did she think of that? She hasn't. She hasn't read it. Yet. Oh, she hasn't read it. No. Yeah. Okay. It's in her pile to read. Now, I think I've asked you. We've talked about this before. Do you? Does she like scary stuff? Oh, she loves scary stuff. Okay. Yeah. So she's got to come over and watch movies with Missy. Oh yeah. We. Oh, that's something I can bring up real quick. Uh, we can. Um, uh, we 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 watched Friday night the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on okay. Netflix. Yeah. Um. So when we watched the trailer, I showed Missy the trailer a month or two ago, and she goes, oh, it's uh, the new Halloween. It's the new uh, um, uh, Kenny Powers. What, what, what's his name? Danny McBride. Danny McBride's, it's, yeah. Yeah, his Halloween. It's, uh, 
you know, it the hit it's that Jamie Lee Curtis goes back to fight. Yeah. And it is a little and it's almost the same thing. So so for those that don't know and the newest, and I get that some people aren't scary movie fans, but the newest Halloween movie written, and I forget his partner's name, but Danny McBride is one of the writers of it and directors of it. Um, they they ignored the sequels after the second one. Yeah, they ignored them all. Um, actually, they ignore the second one too, don't they? I think they just it's the first movie, and then this. I can't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't for remember sure. that. But so. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre does the same thing. It ignores everything after the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, the problems I had with the movie is characters all behave, and, and I know in scary movies characters are going to behave stupid, but they behave incredibly stupid. Mm-hmm. And they're essentially, the whole thing takes place in a deserted town, and he, Leatherface is there. And people can't seem to figure out how to get away with him in this entire deserted town, get away from him. Yeah. And there's like a there's these people in a bus that are partying. I'm not going to spoil it too much. It's just a little weird. Did you yeah. look up his partner? I, I'm looking okay. it up right now. Uh, but so it's it's all of that said. It does have a, what I like about it is Leatherface is his characterization on there and the way he acts is believable and it's fun. Yeah. His so. part is. And the other thing is, if you're a scary movie fan and you do like to lean into the gore side, there is some very solid gore candy deaths. For instance, mm-hmm. some guy's got his arm out and he breaks his arm, and where he breaks it, it's a compound fracture, and then he jabs his own arm into his neck. Oh. Like, and they show the whole thing. Yeah, and he bashes some guy's head in with a hammer, like four or five bashes, and yeah. they don't cut away. Yeah, and there you're seeing it because someone's hiding under the bed, so you're seeing it from that angle, and it just shows its face getting smashed and smashed and oh. smashed. Yeah, so it's a little rough. So David Gordon Green, David Gordon Green, that's right. David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, and they're a co- prolific writing team. They've yeah. done a lot of stuff. Um, that's uh, the the Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kenny Powers. What was the name of that uh, show? Eastbound and Eastbound down. and Down. And then uh, the the teacher show he did on HBO. Uh, substitute. Yes. Uh, or vice principals. Uh, vice principals. Yes. Yeah. Vice principals. Um, I'm not gonna give it a three. I'm gonna get a two seven five. Yeah. Because it's not great. Uh. It was nice to see someone effort to revive a franchise. Here's the problem with it. It's too close, to, and he's too characterized, too much like Michael Myers. At the end of the day, that's the issue. Yeah. Uh, but we, we still, like I said, going the, brought this up with Kaylee's. If Anytime she needs a scary movie fix, you just send her over to the house. Okay. We'll, we'll, she'll, she'll be up for that. Yeah, because we watch them in my house. We have Shudder, and we watch them. So. My father-in-law likes horror movies, so oh, like, that, so she's got a pot so like Quiet there. Place Two came out and he took her to see that. Oh yeah, that was so. a good one. That was uh, the Aliens version of uh, the the Alien style sequel to Quiet Place. It was a little more actiony than the first one. Yeah, but it was still worth watching. I only have one major flaw with that movie, and it's unforgivable to me. And for those that haven't seen Quiet Place Two, the big major flaw of all the stupid things ever. They're scared of water, the the monsters in it. it. Yeah. And they've got this community on an island that they've been able to protect, and it gets on a boat that drifts perfectly to the island to where everyone's hiding. Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. So, and we know it doesn't drive, so... Yeah. Anyway, so what else you got? What what else you bring to the table today? All right, so... I got one big thing to end on that you... Okay. You'll have fun with this. Um... On Facebook, there is a page called Entertainment Polls. Just polls? Yeah. Okay. And, well, and what it is is like movie tournaments. Oh, okay. And so 
I hate these. But I get sucked in every time they start a new one. So the one right now is favorite movies from 2000. I'm going back to the beginning so I could start. Let, let me preface it. They did the tournament for 2020 slash 2021. Okay. And guess what movie won it? 2020 slash 2021. What movie won it? Um, I don't know. Oh, you're going to be so pissed. What was it? Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, that's in, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it beats Spider-Man No Way Home. That just shows in the you final. who's, yes. who's doing his movies. In fact, I don't know that I mean I loved No Way Home, but I don't even know that I would give it to that. Is it all just like genre movies or is no, it? no? All right. So so they're doing the year two thousand right now. So I'll, we'll go through the first round real quick because they've started the second round. But uh, Gladiator versus Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, that's Gladiator all yeah, day. Yeah, Gladiator won that one. Uh, the Road to El Dorado versus Chicken Run. Uh, Chicken Run's probably going to win that. It did. Yeah, I, I think it was. Movie. I think it was close. Chicken Run's not a bad movie. Uh, High Fidelity and Miss Congeniality. Oh, High Fidelity should win, uh, but Miss Congeniality might get a lot of uh, women votes. It, yeah, Miss Congeniality won. It was. Uh, that's almost a toss-up. I like High Fidelity. Okay. By the way, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to da- rile anybody's dander. But I think High Fidelity is slightly overrated. Really? I like it, but it's not the masterpiece that I've heard from a lot of people. And by the way, it's massively long. Yes, it when is. When you watch it, it feels long. I read the book first, and I love the book. So. I'll give you that. Um, all right, here we go. Scary Movie versus Melina. No clue what Melina was. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be Scary Movie, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, remember the Titans versus Coyote Ugly? Uh, it's got to be Titans. Yeah. Uh, that that one was close for a while. Uh, Space Cowboys versus Sexy Beast. Sexy Beast. No clue what. It oh, is. that's that fucking teenagey bopper. They were trying to set up another franchise. I think. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't know no, either. No, I don't know either. But Space Cowboys won that one. Thank God. That's not a great movie either, by the way. N- no. Um, Wonder Boys versus Gone in sixty seconds. God, I really love the movie Wonder Boys, Me but too. I bet Gone in sixty seconds wins it. Yep. Uh, Scream Three versus Castaway. Uh, Castaway should win that. Castaway did. Uh, In the Mood for Love, don't know what it is, versus Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, Sexy Beast. Is it Sexy Beast? No S? Uh, no S. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's is Ray it? Winston and Ben Kingsley. That's a okay. great movie. That's Watch that movie, everybody. Okay. So, But yeah, In the Mood for Love versus Dude, Where's My Car? I hope Dude, Where's My Car wins, because I don't even know what that other movie is. I voted for the other one, because I hated Dude, Where's My Car? Ah, see, I, your tattoo says Dude. Your tattoo says Sweet. I like that. It's, it's a dumb movie yeah. that I can watch all the time. I saw, the, I saw it in the theater, so I felt like it was. Yeah, you money. wasted money. But if yeah. you'd have watched it drunk or stoned at home on a week, weekend, yeah. rainy weekend, you'd have been like, well, this movie's great. Yeah. Uh, the Gift versus Love and Basketball. Uh, I tell you what, Love and Basketball is a pretty solid movie. Uh, That's what won. i never seen either one of them, so I didn't vote for that. It's tough, though. The uh, the Gift is, yeah, Love and Basketball all day. Yeah. Uh, My Dog Skip versus the Tigger movie. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I didn't one. vote for that one. Uh, Bring It On versus Billy Elliot. Oh, Billy Elliot's the superior movie. It is, but br- Bring I, It On won. I dig Bring It On, though. <laughs> uh, American Psycho versus Mission Impossible 3. Oh, 2. Oh, oh, oh then, then American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Because Mission Impossible 3 was awesome. Yes. Yeah. 2 sucked, though. Yeah. Uh, Perfect Storm versus Aaron Brockovich. Uh, I got to tell you, I myself would pick Aaron Brockovich. It's a well-acted movie. Me too, in that one. In Perfect Storm, you're suspending a lot of disbelief because you don't actually know if this actually happened to these people. So. Yeah. Uh, Men of Honor versus The Whole Nine Yards. Uh, okay. 
So Men of Honor is not a bad movie. It's yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. It's Robert Down or Robert De Niro. It's not the movie that people expected. I guarantee when they went down to make that movie, they're mm. like, "This is gonna be an Oscar nominated movie," and yeah. it wasn't. Um, and but it's still it's a solid movie. But the whole nine yards wins because it's got Amanda Peet naked at the end of yeah. it. Yeah. So that's the winner for yeah, me. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah. I voted Men of Honor. But I also had just you, seen Men of Honor recently. And you so. had forgotten about Amanda Peet naked. I did forget about that. <laughs> no. We got Little Nicky versus Snatch. I hate Little Nicky. And if it beats Snatch, I'm throwing my beer. It did. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. That is bullshit. Snatch is the best movie on this list so far. So far, yeah. yeah. Uh, Requiem for a Dream versus Snow Day. Requiem. Yeah. Snow Day's a good movie, though. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Requiem. Requiem's also, I like it. It's also false to me. Even though I enjoy it a lot, it's slightly overrated for yeah. what people, people romantically remember that movie. Yes. Uh, Final Destination versus Pitch Black. I want Pitch Black to win. Yeah. Uh, Final Destination is going to win because it was the the Scream style fandom for that yeah. first one. Uh, but Pitch Black is a... Pitch Black was so underrated of all those Riddick movies. Yeah. In fact, it wasn't even a Riddick movie. No. They didn't even get the title Chronicle of Riddick Pitch Black yeah. until after they announced they were making a sequel. Um, but I bet Final Destination wins. Yeah, it did. Um, X-Men versus The Cell. Easy one. Yeah, X-Men wins. But if it was x uh, Oh, was this... That, that would be X-Men... Uh, which one was that? The first, first one. What year was this again? 2000. 2000. Was that really that long ago? Yeah. Fuck. I know. God bless. Uh, next Friday versus Traffic. Oh, I gotta give it to Traffic. Next Friday one. Next Friday's not as good as Friday. Yeah. And Traffic's a great movie. Who's yeah. that? That's uh Benicio del Toro and yeah. Michael Douglas. Well, the the uh, the uh, director of that. Who was? Um. That? Oh God. Yeah, uh, let me look it up. Cause I don't a, think it's like a big-name guy. Yeah, but it's Steven some, Soderbergh. Uh, was it Soderbergh? Yeah, he's, okay. it, that's what makes it. I love Steven Soderbergh movies. Yeah. So. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou versus Bedazzled. Oh, Brother. Yeah. Although Bedazzled has a very funny basketball it, uh, thing in it where he's, he wishes to be a basketball star. So yeah. Like seven foot tall, but he has the world's smallest dick. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of funny. That, they, and it's Brendan moments. Fraser, you know. Yeah. Uh, Under Suspicion versus uh, Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Um, Chocolat and The Replacements. Uh, the Replacements should win hands down, but Chocolat gets a lot of votes because of how fun, how uh, the use of it as a joke in uh, I Love You, Man. <laughs> so. Yeah, replacements one. Yeah, pretty replacements, pretty big. Replacements also might be the sleeper of this list. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, especially since Snatch was eliminated unjustifiably. So yes, uh, Cheeky versus Dancer in the Dark. Didn't know either one of them. I don't know what those are. Dancer in the Dark looks like it has Bjork in it. Okay, I'll give it to that one. That's who I'd vote for. Uh, it went to Cheeky. Okay, well Cheeky sounds good too. Yeah. Almost Famous versus Charlie's Angels. Almost Famous should win. It didn't. Yeah, Charlie's Angels is all the single ladies. I mean, it's yeah. got Beyonce's song and feminine empowerment. and Yeah. Got hot chicks. Uh, but uh, Almost Famous, though, that's a good movie. That's a great movie. Really great movie. That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Cameron Crowe film. Yep. And it's loosely based on his life. Yeah. Uh, me, Myself, and Irene versus The Patriot. <laughs> Dude. Me, it's got to be Me, Myself, and Irene. Uh, nope. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe it. the Patriot. I know. 
Patriot's not a bad movie. It's a little overrated. It was when Mel Gibson was in love with making long, yeah, bloody epic movies and not leaving voicemails. But me, myself, and Irene has one of the greatest plot twi- <laughs> devices of all time. Is that he has three grown muscular black children. Yeah, and when they watch the whole scene where they're watching Chris Rock stand up, and it's the whole eating of ass. Yeah, and he knows he's he's just trying to relate to his sons. He goes, "That's a funny motherfucker right there." Yeah, I mean, that's hilarious. Dude. Yeah. All right, Unbreakable and Dinosaur. Oh, Unbreakable. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Little Vampire versus Crouching Tiger. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen The Little Vampire. And I Crouching haven't Tiger was awesome. Yes. Um, it looks like it's Jonathan Lipnicki. Okay. Back before. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's after Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Still no. Oh, I remember. I yeah. remember it. Battle Royale versus How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So Grinch is going to win because it's American, but Battle Royale's. Awesome. Yes, so it, it should is. win. It should. Uh, what women want in best in show? Oh boy, I could tell you what. What women want? Criminally underrated comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a Mel Gibson good Mel Gibson comedy. Yeah. Uh, but best in show should win that. And it didn't. Oh, damn it. Because that's the same uh, group. That's the you know the the same group that, that Christopher brought, Guest. Yeah, Christopher Guest and all of it. Which is for those that don't know, that's the Spinal Tap group. Yeah. Waiting they, for Guffman. Best in show. Yeah. Or, well, wait, that is Best in show. Waiting for Guffman. Uh, a Mighty Wind. Yeah. All kinds of great stuff. Uh, meet you, the. You uh, got to be into their comedy, like Wes you Anderson. You got to be into their comedy. Yes. But if you are, which I am, and Wes Anderson's the perfect example of yeah. our correlation to our comparison, because a lot of people, I mean. People, all, all everyone that I ever seen know that watches Wes Anderson movies, especially like Bottle Rocket, are like, dude, I don't get it. Yeah. And then for me, if you're a diehard Wes Anderson fan, it seems like everyone he's releases gets more critically acclaimed. Yeah. And they're like, well, this is his best movie to date. And while they're all great, they're wrong because Life Aquatics is best movie. Yes. And it's so good. So I, Royal Tenenbaums is up there. It's great. They're and, all yeah, great. Yeah. It's it's hard to pick one. Life Aquatic is his most uh, emotionally impactful. That helicopter yeah. crash scene and Bill Murray in it is the. It's awesome. Yeah, and Rushmore's amazing. Oh, yes, Rushmore is. Uh, meet the parents and Ginger Snaps. Mm. Meet the parents. Yeah, that's meet it. the parents should run away with this on popularity vote alone. And then the last one for round one was 102 Dalmatians versus Memento. If Dalmatians wins again, it did. God damn. Snatch and Memento should be in the final of this oh, they should. fucking f- moot list. So, like, looking through for this next round. Have they voted on it yet? Uh, pe- they're out there for people to start voting on. And go look. At, this is on Facebook, right? Yeah. And just the, look up entertainment polls. Entertainment polls. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to shout out to them and come up with it. There, right. There's one, little Nikki versus the whole nine yards. That's uh, the beginning. Amanda Pete, man. Yep. Her boobies. So, yes. Right now, Emperor's New Groove is breeding Oh Brother. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Brothers, so the, it, it was the Best Picture nominee. I think it was the Best Picture winner for them on this list, yeah. right, that year. So, yeah, that movie, in theory, should actually win it. But the two yeah. movies that are which should be in the final is Snatch and uh, Memento. So, a tough round two matchup, Unbreakable and Crouching Tiger. Unbreakable should win that. Yeah. I do like enjoy Crouching Tiger. I enjoyed that. I went and saw that by myself on an early the- screening mm-hmm. in Joplin when I lived there because no one I knew wanted to go see it. Um, but... Uh, it's it's not it's not a, what was the other one? Uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable is the better movie. Yeah. That's his best movie, I, arguably. No one would see it with me either when I was in college, so I ordered the DVD off eBay. Oh, from Korea. Oh, do you want to get it ahead of time? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was still subtitled. Yeah, it was. Uh, you got it. Yeah. Uh, 
Hey, the last thing I'm going to do before we wrap up here is I'm booking the rooms this okay. Friday. Um, I think Bender is in. Um, I had a good Zoom call with my friend Aaron Conaway uh, yesterday. Uh, so the new Vision Comics Collective, which is his and Daniel Moeller's new comic book yeah. company, they all have a booth there. So the good news about that is, and you haven't experienced this yet at the show, which means we don't have to carry all our shit around. We can store it yes. at their booth. Um, the other good news is, is Aaron... Uh, you know, Josh Roberts is our uh, our glue that binds all of these relationships we've ever had with people like Colin Bunn and Kyle Stram and all yeah. these guys. And Aaron's got a little bit of that rub. In the past, I got a little bit of that rub, although I moved away and it kind of fell mm-hmm. off. Um, but even though Josh isn't there, Aaron is going to try to finagle some of these guys when they have time. Yeah. Uh, to to talk to them for his show, Mind to Five, or his. Uh, 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 conversation, uh, Aaron, uh, uh, drinks around the table. Yeah. Uh, I should know it cause I did the fucking logo for it. <laughs> uh, and I told him, I said, if that's going to be too hard for you, cause he has a very, his, his computer doesn't have a lot of bandwidth to save anything. Yeah. I said, I will bring my recording equipment. We will set it up. And the only, you know, the only, the only rub that from that we want is, I would love to sit in and we joint release the episode. Yeah. And I said, or just do an episode with you and do something like that. Um, and he's absolutely, whatever we can figure out. Yeah. He just needs someone that can store, like if he does video and stuff like that. Yeah. And so we're going to, we're going to do that. Okay. Uh, if, if it pops up, he's going to try, like I said, Josh won't be there. Josh is the guy that could facilitate all this stuff. Yeah. But so there's not, there, there's a chance that we might have to stay sober enough to do an episode or two. Okay. Maybe fun. I think it would be fun for us to get these guys for 10 minutes each if we could get them. Oh yeah. And then piece together the full episode after we're done. Yeah. Um, Hmm, it's too late to get a press pass. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I, I kind of know Chris Jackson. Also, I could probably get one if I wanted, but yeah. um, I just I know how these kids. I've worked them. I know how their time is. Yeah, yeah. it's going to take another creator convincing them. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we'd be going after the lower hanging fruit. The guys that come out of Joplin, Missouri, and Kansas City, Missouri area that we yeah. actually know. Uh, the other thing is, we are going to do an episode. Um, a Zoom episode, and I'll set it up to where we can all see. Um, I want to get Aaron. We're, I told Aaron yesterday we want to get him and uh, Daniel in here before the show, and we might record it like sometime soon. Yeah, and then release it closer to Comic Con. Yeah, or Planet Comic Con. Uh, t- talking about this is their first Comic Con as a creators. Yeah, and so we figured we'd do it, and then we talk about our favorite Comic Con memories and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Aaron, for Aaron, it's not just his first one as creator; it's his first one attending in two years because of COVID and things like that. Yeah, so it's a big moment for him, and and certainly, uh, I'm excited for my friend, him and Daniel, or uh, he, him, him more so. One of my best friends, Daniel, is a very good friend. They're both great people, so I'm super happy for them. And they're trying, man. Yeah, they're trying. And I think I could be wrong. And if it's true, I'm going to be there to sign it for people. You heard it here first. I told Aaron, I haven't even told Aaron I'm going to bully on. I think my cover for his second book is going to be at the show. Oh, we're going to be with a celebrity. Yeah, so I'll get the sign. So I I will have art for sale at this show. Nice. Uh, a closing, too, and I don't know. Well, I'm going to save this for after because I don't know if Aaron wants me to announce this yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when we're done. But I don't think I have anything else. You got anything else? Uh, they're starting to announce people for Fan Expo here. Well, we which know is the Wizard World, yeah, which is formerly Wizard World, and they we know the celebrities they're announcing quick. 
Yeah. Uh, they don't have any of the comics people yet. The, yeah, and they haven't started doing the press releases yet. They're going to start doing those in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So, talk to the PR guy. But the big deal is, and I don't know how, if this is going to work out for me, if I want to do it, because I have met them all in the past, mm-hmm. like literally sat down at a table with them. Yeah. It's going to be a clerk's reunion. Yes. Uh, which is big. Yep. Yeah, because we got Kevin Smith, Jason Muse, Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson and Trevor Furman. Yeah, it's every it, so. And for those that don't know that last name, Trevor Furman's from actually from Clark from Clerks Two. Yeah, and he was the strange kid, Pillow Pants. Yeah, the story. And he's going to be in three. Yeah, and, and the only that kid should be in other movies because yeah. he was great in that. He was. Uh, but so it's a Clerks Two reunion. We should take a step further. Yeah, it's a Clerks Two reunion. Uh, yeah, Smallville there too with Tom Welling, Christian uh, Crook, and Michael That's Rosenbaum. Uh, no, uh, no, no blonde chick? No, Chloe Mack? Yeah, no Chloe Mack? No. Where's she at? Uh, apparently Tom Welling referenced her at a recent con. Oh, did he? Saying, uh, cause they're doing a Smallville animated show. Oh, okay. And he's like, I don't think she's available right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice Tom. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I'm definitely going to Fan Expo. Yeah, I, I don't too. know if I'll do any of the celebrity stuff, but I'm definitely going. I've applied for the press pass, so oh, okay. I, I've gotten one in the past, so we'll maybe see. I should apply. You should, yeah. I mean, just, you know, and yeah, I mean, there's no reason not to. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about it. We'll build it up. Yeah, we'll say sponsored by whatever we need to do. So yeah. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything? Nope, else? I'm good. All right, we'll say bye. Bye. All right, we're gonna.